1: Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
2: I think it's bad news for the English game.
3: We're not creative enough, we're not positive enough. It's coming home, It's coming for. It's coming. We'll go on it's getting back. So I'm
2: getting home, back. So I'm getting it's back. So getting back. It's coming for. It's coming home. Hello. and Welcome to What is that? That was uh, <laughs> it was very loud whatever it was <laughs> and I've distorting. Never heard that before. What no, is that? So-
3: do you like it? Is it a Bowie thing?
2: Yeah, it's a very <laughs> obscure track that Bowie uh, released it's off in. Ball, is it? In 1966, uh, Right, actually. Right, right, yeah, because uh, he hadn't found his feet by then, had he? Well, you? no, but he hadn't, but there had been quite a big football event in 1966. No-one ever writes about the Bowie, Bowie football. Bowie was trying to yeah. write a novelty song about, right. about the England football team. Yeah. Hello, hello, is it still going? Uh, about the England football team, and mm. that's, that's what he wrote. Uh, no... <laughs> Tim, what? Hello, and welcome to Talking Time for the Moon Boys. By the way, uh, I'm David Bedell, and that man pretending not to know what that song is is, of course, <laughs> Tim Hicks. Uh, and I wouldn't normally uh, be playing that song, uh, but it is now before the Sweden game. Yeah, I should make that clear. It's the Thursday. It's the Thursday. It's the Thursday before mm-hmm. the end of Sweden game. Uh, So we don't know whether or not that will be a melancholy playing of that song or a triumphant Mm. playing, an even more triumphant playing Mm. of the song. Mm. But what we do know is I've just read uh, on some website somewhere the information that it it is set tomorrow, so that'll be Friday, Mm. Uh, so last week when you're listening Mm. to this, I'm sorry about the time mix-up it's set to go back to number one.
3: I mean, that's is extraordinary, isn't it? You are about to be a number one.
2: So this is a podcast about music, so I think it's OK mm. to mention it, particularly mm. because that will be four times that that song has been a right. number one, if you include Three Lions 98, which also went to number Why one. Why wouldn't you? Well, it's, that's theoretically a different... Because I, 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 we're talking statistics there, and I want to be able right. to say to you uh, that our song, Three Lions, is the only song to have gone to number one four times. Uh, now, that's... Right. T- technically not necessarily correct because Three lines 98 has different lyrics and so therefore is it the same song?
3: Yes. Either right. way, I
2: think it might be the only song to get a number one three times. I think anyway. three
3: is pretty impressive, isn't it? Yeah. Because And, and
2: you know, I'm, I'm afraid, David Bowie, if you're here in spirit, you never achieved that. Uh, I don't... I As far as no. I know... There's only a few things that have achieved even twice.
3: But you, I think there's the thing about if you die, you might get another shot. So so Imagine goes to... I don't know, was no, Imagine yes. ever number one the first time? But anyway, you know, yeah. sort of Lennon dies and one of his songs or maybe goes yeah. to number I one. I mean, the goes, question is, like, Candle in the Wind, I don't actually I don't know if that went to number one the first time
2: uh, it was released as a single, if it was released as a single. But if it, what I'm yeah. saying is, if Candle in the Wind did go to number one in 1973 yes. or whatever is Candle in the Wind, Princess Diana's Dead
3: version. Yes. <laughs> is, that's what it's I called. It was weird in the brackets, uh, I that, really wasn't it? I believe that's what it was called. Yeah. Uh, is that it going to number one twice, or is that two different songs? Well, I would say that, uh, and as you know, I don't control the charts, so no. just, it doesn't really matter what I think, but I think that's a different song, isn't it? Mm. Because different... I mean, you can own both... Yeah. You would you would own both. You'd on Spotify. You'd have to specify which one of those you wanted, right? That's the yeah. definition. So they are two different things.
2: That's true. Now you said something uh, before we started this, which was I thought was interesting, and a couple of people have brought this out on Twitter as well. Which is it's a bit like a Christmas song. Yeah. People have said, you know, oh, well, this is great for you because it's like Slade or Wizard or whatever. But they're forgetting something there, which is Christmas. Of course, happens every year and is more or less. Do you think they're forgetting that? Well, yeah, well, not just every. Well, I don't, I don't just mean every year as opposed to every four years, or if you include Euro mm. Championships, every two years. What I mean is Christmas is more or less a happy occasion right. every time. I yes. mean, unless Christmas has gone very wrong for you, yes. you might have had a terrible Christmas. But let's assume yeah. that most people, Christmas is more or less the happy. Whereas international football tournaments for England fans, mm. very varied, I would mm. say. And the song completely runs on the tracks of how happy we are in terms yes. of England. So a lot of people have said to me, oh, why do you think the song is doing so well? I would say, because England is
3: doing so well. People Mm. don't sing it most of the time, and you know why that is? Yes. Because England don't do this well. Yes. But is there... um, When did that thing first happen, which the song does so well, which is mixing commentary with music... Mm. My memory was Italia 90 mm. was with the uh, Pavarotti. Yeah. You know, and for me it was the no, first but the time. No,
2: Pavarotti wasn't released as a single. No, no, but
3: I'm saying it was the first time you, you had that music and then the commentary faded up and out and it sounds yeah. so dramatic and emotional. Yes. And maybe it happened before then, but that's part. Is, is it on World in Motion? I can't.
2: It might be on uh, World in Motion. What,
3: yeah. yeah,
2: there is yeah, some. They're there is some, some commentary on World in but Motion. It's, it always,
3: it's always great commentary with music, isn't it? Somehow, well,
2: that, it, that does work really, really mm. well. And the bit mm. I like best, I have to say, is on, on the '96 version, which is the best version. Right, it's Harry Carpenter. Yes. saying uh, England have done it. England, you couldn't play football. England have got it in the bag, and yes. that's from the radio commentary right, of '96 right. World Cup final. Right. And is not played anything like as often as yeah. you know, some people are on the pitch they think it's like yes. it is now. So I really I always really love
3: that. I think yes. that's great. But you're right, it's so emotional. There's something that just yeah, it makes it so dramatic and um hmm. um yeah. but you so you got a number one. This is a very exciting moment. So, yeah, so um, hang on, there's
2: a few things to say before we leave for the right. subject. I don't want to just go. I've, on I've about sort of it. finished with it to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I know, you may have mm-hmm. had enough of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, and also if this is next week in England have been knocked out Quite a lot of people will probably be thinking, can you stop talking about it now?
3: Yeah, also, but, you know, it's yeah, we, like all those memes. Have you seen the memes? I mean, I, I've, I've seen the Putin one. I've, I mean, I don't know. I've seen the an only fools and horses one, yes, which I have to say is very that brilliant. That is very good. There's yeah. a
2: Shawshank Redemption one, right, there's, okay. a, well, there's a Friends one. Basically, anytime yeah. anyone plays some music, Yes. particularly if they play music over people looking up in a kind of starstruck, oh, this is right. pathetic and wonderful yeah, yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Someone's found a way of doing it. It's yeah. an amazing Matrix one. They are incredible. And obviously the other reason when people say to me, oh, why is it so big now? Yes. Social media, you know, because, like, as soon as we won, there were street parties and yes. people singing it. And, yes. in fact, let me play you this one, right, because here's the Bowie Connection. OK. <laughs> That's Shoreditch High Street. Uh, after we beat Columbia. amazing. Uh, blocked the traffic, blocked. That's by, incredible, isn't it? It is incredible. It's Can totally we just incredible. pause for a second to think that's your song? I know it is. Incredible. What
3: does that <laughs> genuinely? What does that feel like?
2: Brilliant. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's brilliant. I, I mean, I, I feel I have to get to the Bowie connection, but we I'll should just, do that. I'll just take a sidebar to say. Yeah. The thing I always think of is is I was being I was at the England Holland game in year ninety six and mm. my manager John Thode, who you will know, yes, who is uh, not a, an emotional man in many ways, although quite emotional about football, right, uh, was listening to the crowd singing it then and saying, and he said, turned to me and he said to me, you know, if you won an Oscar, it won't be better than this. Now, mm. strangely, I haven't had the chance to compare. No, Since, I was
3: saying he's managing your expectations quite nicely there. I thought yeah, it was quite clever. No, he's clever. Yeah. it's very clever <laughs>
2: that I, can, I now can't yeah. say to him, oh, bloody hell, I yeah, should yeah, have won an Oscar by now. He said, well, you know, I've, yeah. I worked it's it out a, for you so you don't need to. I told you early on that's yeah, just not, that's not just, worth it. It's yeah. not worth, not worth no, the no, bother. Who, who wants that? Yeah. But even though, as I say, I, not, I haven't had the chance <laughs> to compare that feeling, I do feel that having occasionally come... Uh, I haven't won many awards, actually. I've been nominated for quite a lot and generally not won them. <laughs> I'm not getting to the point, which is that I did think, yeah, when you win an award... It's a kind of industry recognition, which is great. But this kind of mass populist. Yes. Embrace of what you've done. Yes, done. I don't know. I can't think of when that happens. Really. No,
3: I don't want to make it wor- sort of worse for you. by going back to award thing, but probably it's a bit like winning the TV Choice Award where the audience vote. It's... And you, I don't think you've won that. So I have won that. I don't want to bring you back uh, yeah. to earth. With yeah, a, yeah. Uh, it
2: is very like the, the net, people, the, TV based... ju- the bits that normally won by East Enders. Yeah, or Ant and <laughs> Deck. Like <under> yeah. Deck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's very yeah. very similar. Yeah, for a second it's like being <laughs> Ant and Deck, at least <laughs> before
3: <laughs> things went wrong for Ant. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, so yeah. anyway, the reason I, I bring that one up with the Bowie connection, which I know people have been listening to this. Podcast will be waiting for. Yeah, for I, I must time. say I can't
3: imagine what the Bowie connection is. But. The Bowie
2: connection is that this, uh, which is uh, was it was put on the internet by a man called Dan Anonymous, uh, right? It was retweeted by Duncan Jones. Wow. Uh, and okay, uh, that was one of the things that gave me great pleasure. To, to, to see a retweet by Duncan Jones. And actually, if you go to Duncan Jones' feed, he tweeted quite a lot. Uh, there's very he tweeted a meme of uh, there was one of. Uh, England's passing on Tuesday night, mm. which was actually made to look like football's coming home, sort of scratches on okay. the pitch or whatever. Right, right. So he tweeted quite a lot of football's coming home memes and whatever. Amazing. And apart from anything, it made me think, oh, Duncan likes football. Yeah. Which is interesting because I don't think I never get a sense that Bowie probably did because I imagine that football was not in his. Well, I've looked it, I've
3: actually looked it up about oh, Bowie you, and football, and you're right. There's up? no. Well, basically, there's no evidence that Bowie. He was in the school. He played at school. Right. Because you have to but no evidence that he was in it. And and I reflect, because we'll get to the. but I reflect that the two favourite things in music in my life, the Beatles and Bowie, mm. neither of them were remotely into football, which well, is the, which
2: is odder for the Beatles, isn't it?
3: They're from I think Liverpool. it's really odd. They're from you,
2: Liverpool, which, let's be
3: honest, is quite a footballing place. But, but it's so it's, it's definitely a footballing place. None of the Beatles like football. They I mean, never if How could four blokes from Liverpool not like football? It's almost it's almost like when you look at the Beatles and you look at all the pictures and I've got you know, like like I'm sure like you've got sort of every book there ever is with them in it and and you think there's one thing missing, and what do you think it is? And you might take your while but you think, of course there's no reference to football, the popular and it's partly because it or maybe wholly no, because, because John Lennon didn't like football, it's No, they actually, never
0: they never Isn't talk that about it. They
3: never talk about it ever. And and I think it's that thing that you were like absolutely part of and part of changing, which is that sense that it became, it stopped being an old blokes, yeah. didn't it, sort of sport, where uh, uh, and became something that younger people got into, and there was yeah, a sort of rep- the there was 60s, a sort of cultural change, right? In
2: the sixties, I would have thought. I don't think any really,
3: bands talked about football in the sixties, did they? Well,
2: not. You know, not would have to be bands. Oh. I don't mean that they would do a song and, and have that yeah. kind of th- three lines yeah. or whatever. They, the Beatles would release a song. About I think football. they really couldn't write a song as good as let's, you and. Let's Frank. be honest, it was World Cup Willie was in mm. nineteen sixty six. Yes, and, that's uh, right. I, I yeah, think yeah. that was Skiffle. It was Lonnie Donegan, I think uh, who the Beatles owed something to. Let's uh, right, be honest, right. but they. Uh, yeah. But by then they were doing Rubber Soul, so you probably thought we're not. Is very there interested. even
3: a football reference in a Beatles song? I can't even think of.
2: The only football songs I like by any be. bands I, uh, I know yeah. about before you know it's sort of the sea change in football. Yeah. Genesis released a B-side called okay. Match of the Day, which is, right. I'll be honest with you, if anyone wants to listen to Match shall we play a bit of it? Sure, yeah. What's said, Genesis it was sent it to me on Twitter, I, I know about it anyway, but a guy called Greg Sporton, I think that's his name, who's okay. in a band called Big Big Train, who are a kind of oh, Genesis, yeah. slightly sounding okay. like, modern progressive band. Hmm. He, he sent it to me recently, uh, and I'm going to play you a tiny bit of it, because, here's the thing about this song, it's a good song anyway, I think, but... When people talk about a world in motion... About a bit, which is a good song mm. I always bristle a little bit mm. partly because it's music critics for many years until maybe right now this right now this cultural moment where yes. we wipe the floor with everything else they're
3: a bit snobby about it they're a bit it. snobby and they yeah. tend to
2: say oh well three lines it's alright for a sing-along but yeah. you know, the great song is World Emotion yeah. and however good a song World Emotion is it's not a football song no. it has a rap in it by John Barnes yeah. but its lyrics are not actually about right, football right, yeah. they're just about the world coming together yes. our one includes lyrics about Gary Lineker and Bobby yeah. Moore and whatever
3: yeah. it's actually about what it's like to be yeah. a football fan and the
2: question might then be I like be the fact
3: you're like a proper rock star now which is that you're about to go to number one and you're still slagging off the record entirely, that isn't nowhere yeah. near you're yeah. still entirely. angry
2: about it entirely so what songs have actually been proper football songs before well there's Chaz and Dave's obviously song about Aussie R.D. Aussie's Dream yes. which you'll know yeah, uh, we should come back to
3: Chaz and Dave we should come back to Aussie's Dream because I think it a...
2: includes fantastic lyrics Aussie's Dream uh what is it? Ozzy's Dream? Or was it? Um, it's something about... I'd have to I'd have to remind myself mm. of that. Uh, and then there's this one, which is Match of the Day by Janet okay. Now Listen to how much this is actually about football. There's the reds
3: and there's the greens Super slicks and has beans And they're accompanied by three men dressed in black the Ones always sold to a flags And quite often they're the drag Okay. Be brilliant. I it's mean, like it's... a public information commercial. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> to be honest.
2: As I was listening to that, I think, well, I'm right, it's about football, but in the most banal yeah. way. Really? Because it says it's the reds and the greens yeah. and three men dressed in black and they're trying to get the ball into the goal. Is that what he said? I th- it's
3: something like that. Or did he say something about fags? Mm. Is it well, am I right about that? Is there
2: some weird I don't think it was a gay reference. I some weird... Okay, I'm going I'm going to tell you the lyrics which I've never actually okay. checked out before. There's the reds and the greens, yeah. super slicks and has beans. They're accompanied by three men dressed in black. Right. One's a whistle, two are flags. Flags. I, I mean really it is. It's, it's telling you what football is, and quite often they're the drags. Kick the ball into the goal,
3: then put it back. I mean, it really is like the yeah. It's like the sort of um, instructions for football when you open the box, isn't it? Each side's of... eleven men with numbers on their backs, yeah. but at a distance
2: they all tend to look the same. But some own their <laughs> boutiques. That's a very seventies thing. The boutique. Well, thing, yeah. well, they clean up every week, inciting riots, causing chaos. Such a shame.
1: For me,
2: that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me.
1: Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
2: Oh, marvelous. Uh, That's extraordinary. To be fair, I mean, there's a line later on, obstruction, body checking, heavy tackles. You know, it's about football. Yeah. You know, And actually, I'm going to check out the Aussie's Dream reference. Now. In a way,
3: because Genesis, apart from Forgotten, we're all sort of these public school boys. It's a bit yeah. like, you can see they're just trying to understand what it is. Yes. Um, uh, so this is Aussie's huh? <laughs> Dream.
0: Right,
2: that's all I wanted. It's <laughs> <laughs> is brilliant, isn't it? Indie Cup but for Tottingham. Is
3: fantastic, and again, isn't it? again,
2: to be fair to mm. Charles and David, once again, that is properly about
3: football. I mean, yeah, a real it's also song.
2: about, to some extent, racism and xenophobia.
3: Yeah, no, there's. And, and actually, I, I feel that I need to get something off my chest because yeah. about Chaz and Dave. I think we should be fair to Chaz and Dave. Yeah. I don't know if you remember. Yes. A few like weeks ago, maybe in the first two or three podcasts, we yeah. did it somewhere. And we got it? I've got it here. Yeah, we've got the tweet. We've got print out the tweet. We talked about. Chaz and Dave, and mm. I think oh, I really like Chaz and Dave, right? And I think I mentioned my uncle Lionel, who used to go and see them regularly. Although you didn't he's... mention
2: Uncle Lionel, my middle well, name you're... is
3: Lionel. I definitely brought that up. Well, so Uncle Lionel, who's no longer with us, I'm sorry, it um, wasn't that. your fault. No, um, is uh, used to love them, and I like them. And then we were talking about them on the podcast. And I think I said um, they vote for Brexit. No, no, well, that's the point. I just said they would have a clear view on Brexit,
2: <laughs> which I, think I that, well, I, I, I picked saw, up the implication that they were
3: probably you, quite outright Brexit. You picked up that implication. Yeah. So did Mike Spilligan. Yeah. who tweeted in, and uh, I think I should read this. Yeah, you should. Yeah, you absolutely <laughs> should. It's sort
2: of addressed to me. Yeah. Okay, so he's talking about the podcast in general, and let's be honest, Mike Spilligan. You know, you might have issues with him, but he's I quite I, don't, like, I, I, I don't. Quite like him. But uh, because he says, <laughs> Great, apart from the snobby comment about Chaz and Dave and Brexit, which created a sour note of middle class smugness. Not you, David, your buddy. <laughs>
3: it's quite
2: <laughs> so um, well how'd you answer that, Charles? Well,
3: I don't e I mean, I I thought it was quite funny so they have a clear view. I was really conscious of not saying what that view was, and we haven't asked them, have we? Have you asked them? I haven't asked them. I, what I, that I view haven't is. asked
2: them. I I think Chaz or possibly Dave, mm. which
3: one's along with the beard? Uh, I think, yes, I don't know, is not Ch- is Dave, Chaz the- is Chaz's the bearded one, isn't he? Is right? I hope so. Oh, no, no, it might it, be the other way around. Well, obviously well, it might be the other, way, way, be the other don't way around. Uh, one but one, one, of one
2: of Chaz and Dave follows me on Twitter, so okay. I could ask him. Yeah. In fact, we could probably find out what his view yeah. Brexit
3: is yeah. by going straight to there. But do carry on. Well, with... all that I, all I, all I thought it suddenly occurs to me Mike Spilligan's probably not the right real name, is it? Because it's like Spike Milligan. But anyway, yes. either way, if it is your name, I don't want to offend you on another level by saying that's not your name. But because I'm not at all famous, Mm. I've never really had someone on Twitter say something where I think, hang on, I'd like to come back on that and say, I I hope I didn't offend you. Um, So I'm partly saying that. I'm partly saying, I just want to be clear, I don't know what their view is, although we may be able to find out now what Chas and Dave's view, I don't know if they have a house view on Brexit. Is Chaz Hodges. He does follow me.
2: Uh, Official Twitter of Chas Hodges. Uh, It's quite a lot about Spurs. Okay. And you know what? Chas Hodges has also retweeted, it's coming home with a big crowd. <laughs> See, well done, Chas. So this is not that yeah. surprising in a way, but he is. Yeah. There Chas you go. has retweeted that. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. it's not just David Bowie's yeah. son. It's a number of pop, it's, it's big incredible. pop star related yeah, yeah. people have retweeted that. Um... Uh, he's also retweeted Jim Davidson saying good morning. So, once again,
3: okay, almost
2: definitely Jim does have a clear
3: view on Brexit. I, well, I think we know I what Jim's think, view I on Brexit is. Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, but I But, you know, who knows what, yeah. what Chas's well, view on Brexit is? Although I would say, even if you meant he's an out and Brexiteer, you weren't necessarily saying that was a bad
3: thing. I wasn't, definitely wasn't saying that, but I wasn't even saying... I just said he'd have a clear view, which, <laughs> in a way, I'm, what I'm saying is he'll think about the issues of the day and, and really cogitate on them and have a clear view. I'd That's like a compliment. To hear, I
2: would quite like to hear Chas and Dave's... We're coming out of the common market song, <laughs> wouldn't you? Wouldn't that and they be would say common market. <laughs> they'd definitely would they say, say common okay say market. They'd definitely <laughs> common market.
3: Yeah, we, we're not interested in that. Fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I think they would say that, and then I think they would address the sort of difficulties of you know, is it a customs union? Yeah, and and what, is I mean, it frictionless a trade? Song, and how yeah. do you balance freedom of movement and the Northern Ireland border? That would be. Quite they definitely would. Definitely I think have a, a really I interesting think, view yeah. about that. So, so Reese, I think Mog. What a talk! Yeah, so I don't think we've made it worse now by <laughs> yeah. having addressed the Jazz and Dave thing. I think I'm really glad I brought that up.
2: Anyway, <laughs> so there we go. So I think we've covered Three Lions. Uh, we've covered uh, yeah. f- uh, that, and uh, as I say, I was very... actually one thing we haven't yeah. completely covered, which I think we need to just come back to a little bit is I was interested in the idea that Duncan likes football.
3: Yes. Also. It's interesting those kids of those rock stars. Then I mean, when you say she wasn't a great mum, you know, when you look at like the, the Stones and they, you know, they have this thing where they talk about all of them recording at the Chateau, you know, the Nelk, Villa, Nelcott or yes. whatever, you know, for Exile yeah, on Main Keith Street,
2: Marlon, Keith Richards Marlon, John and all that, just and, hanging around, yeah, there.
3: and sort of saying it was great for the kids as well because they're hanging around. I'm thinking that looks sounds like an absolute nightmare. You're well, it's all certainly taking not when you did a
2: modern parenting. Just it's not I wouldn't Keith have said it. getting up at two o'clock in the morning to take her in and then write, you know, yeah, uh, what's uh, that song called? Something with turd in it. Turd on the run, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Which is, what is Turd on the run? It's a song I don't know if ever. Turd on the run actually, is a is a great actually listened to. It's, it's um, a very odd name for a song. It's a great. It, does it, it suggest it, to you that a band with bowel problems, or <laughs> is it something more complicated? It suggests than that? you've basically done a poo that
3: then has its own. Yeah, but I mean, <coughs> have you got the runs, or has the turd got the runs? I don't think turd, no one's got the runs. I think the turd is a person. A person who it's like. You know, Keith always does this thing about basically I'm a sort of bandit and I'm on the run. You think, well, no bandits go on the run with a tour schedule with everything booked out and (laughs) hotels booked in advance. But he lives that sort of weird Johnny Depp sort of... And I think "Turd on the Run" is probably he might have even have said, "I'm just, you know what? When all said and done, I'm just a turd on the run." <laughs> <laughs> a turd. Turd is a very—it's a sort of a word that my dad
2: used yeah. quite a lot to, when it's, he was pissed off. Yeah, he would describe Margaret Thatcher as that. It would be good for turd. the marketing
3: guys at, at the record label when they're going through the track list, wouldn't they? And then, say, yeah. and then there's "Turd on the Run." Absolutely no turd, turd on the run. "Turd on the Run" is great. It goes like this.
2: I, I quite what, often can't make out mixed lyrics, and yeah, I can't make say, out a certain, I can't, not a single word. It, are you googling the lyrics? I'm googling the lyrics, and to be yeah. honest, the lyrics don't say anything about turds. All right. They say grabbed hold of your coattail, but it come off in my hand. I reach for your lapel, but it weren't sewn on so grand. Beg promised anything if only you would stay. Well, I lost, I lost a lot of love over you, yeah. Fell onto my knees and I hung onto you. I mean, basically, it's another Rolling like- Stone
3: song about a bloke trying to sleep with a woman I've and the woman this- treating him bad or whatever. There's nothing about right. turds. I've got this image of you buying that going back to the shop and saying, there is no mention of a turd <laughs> on the run at all in this. I would like my money back. <laughs> you seem genuinely I, I, indignant I, I'm about it. I because... I have looked at the, the lyrics of this. There is no mention <laughs> I, I, of a turd.
2: I had an animated, again, possibly a public information <laughs> film thing in my mind, of a turd <laughs> with stick legs. Yeah. And maybe it's a song about you yeah, know, yeah. He- health, public health yeah. and sewage or whatever. That's why I bought it <laughs> and that is not what it's delivering. It's definitely not delivering I lost a lot of love over you. Make you sweat, make you scream. That could be about being on the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, we have gone off the point. I'm now going to bring us back to Bowie, uh, but in quite an obscure way. And I think almost the the point of this podcast is, what's the most extreme, ridiculous connection today, Bowie, we can, can establish? And I, my guinea pig is unwell.
3: I'm sorry to hear that.
2: Yeah, and I thought he was going to be put down this morning. I oh. thought well, maybe I can't do the podcast uh, if wow. that happens because I, I like him. Uh, how but did you tell? Genuinely, when well, you want to get a big or
3: just because they don't been, do very much.
2: He, well, he had a had a bit of a growth on him the other day. Oh, okay, and, right, right. And, uh, and then that was cut off, and the vet said, oh, "Well, we don't know really. Do you want us to biopsy it?" I said, "How much will that cost?" She said, 300 pounds." I said, "No, fuck that. Uh, right. We'll see how he is." <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, and so. We've seen how he is and he was alright for a bit but then he started to be very poorly, stopped eating and blah, blah, blah. So I sent my wife
3: off this right. morning. By the I'm way, that is here. genuinely the difference between pets and children, isn't it? Yeah, well, At no I've point never when a doctor said, says there's yeah. a thing and you say, How much? Yeah, yeah. Let me, t- first of all, tell me how much, yeah. then I'll have think.
2: Yeah, no, I haven't done mm. that with my no, children no. yet. It no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, could come a time. Uh, or they'll certainly do it with me, I imagine, when I'm <laughs> exactly. older. I, I, they will definitely say, <laughs> How much? £100? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Dignitas is cheaper. Yeah. But uh, I, so anyway, right. so I sent my wife off uh, with the guinea pig. Okay. And here's the thing I was quite worried about him and I thought I'd. Wouldn't be able to get through the show without talking about. You
3: really are you really close? To, I mean, no, yeah. not really, but I, I do
2: like him. He's, he actually does very little. I haven't even had have a guinea
3: pig, but they're very dull pets. Oddly, when people say that about pets, uh, I think someone's saying I love my pet. I think okay, I get it. You, to say you'd like him seems even more like. <laughs> <laughs> what is it about? Him? What is it about a guinea pig that you'd like? He's kind of comical.
2: Uh, without doing, <laughs> but you don't anything. love him, but you like. him. I don't think I love him. No, because I love my four <laughs> cats. Right, like, definitely. Okay. I, like, I can actually tell you if you yeah. if you want. He is ill and might die and it's right. brought into relief the fact that Monkey, my oldest cat, is definitely okay. going to die soon. OK, right. And if I'm this upset about Bjorni, uh, which is the guinea pig, okay. I will be fucking devastated about Monkey when he goes. But that brings us to where we are, which is he's called Bjorni right. because there was originally another guinea pig and the two of them together, we call them Benny and Bjorn. Right. To see where I'm going with this. Yeah, no, i right.
3: where you've gone. I think you're there. <laughs> no, not quite there. All it's right. going to get right. more,
2: more, right. more music, okay. music complicated. and. Benny and Bjorn were obviously named after the two blokes in ABBA and then good Benny died. That. We actually always suspected that Bjorn might be responsible. Oh, really? Well, yeah, because who? We, I mean, to be honest, he didn't have an alibi. But, Bjorn, hey, you, but, but, but hey, I like but, him. Yeah. I like him, so
3: so <laughs> yeah, I'm willing but, to overlook it. I
2: mean, let's be honest, we woke up one day and in the cage, Benny was dead and Bjorn was alive, so you, you do the math. Bloody <laughs> hell. But, dead know. of what? Just had a, I don't know. Well, <laughs> if he if he got very small strangulation marks around <laughs> exactly. his neck, that would definitely be point towards. Yeah. Where, no, we don't know. He just died. Right, like, right. Guinea pigs sometimes do. Mm, yeah. And that what that that created an interesting thing, by mm. the way, which is that it meant that we had a guinea pig called Bjorn. Which so suddenly, without Benny, right. without them being called comically after the oh, Ice he, yeah. he suddenly got this rather bleak Scandinavian name. Like we've <laughs> named him after a sort <laughs> of Scandi noir detective. Yeah, 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 So that was always a bit odd. Yeah. but anyway. I thought, well, what can I play? What can I get into that will sort of help me deal with the fact that Bjorn might die? die, And then I thought, well, is there an Abba Bowie connection? And then weirdly, I discovered this.
0: That's (laughs)
3: Oh, that's <laughs> it's amazing. A
2: Swedish version yeah. of Life on Mars by Anna Frieda, whatever her name is, uh, from ABBA. Uh, oh, not
3: when they're in ABBA, you mean?
2: No, it's a solo. Right, uh, right, it's from right. her solo album. Yeah, yeah, okay. I don't know if you know this about Anna Frieda. Uh, she's also the uh, daughter of a Nazi, uh, which relates to Bowie as well, of course, I didn't know if, that. if one believes that mm. Bowie was briefly flirting with Nazis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, 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 the, the so... incredible thing about it. I mean, it's a whole other thing, but mm. it's an extraordinary thing. It's a whole documentary about it. Briefly, when the Nazis were mm. in control of whatever part of Sweden they were in control of, well, they
1: completely invaded I Sweden. Don't...
2: But anyway, there was a thing that happened mm. whereby the Nazis decided we really want to create a master race. I mean, they tried right. to do that anyway, obviously. As yeah, we yeah, know, yeah. To, you know, But let's really double down a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. double down and let's get our blondest men to have yes. sex with Swedish women. Okay, um, and right, that right. will create a really fucking master race, right. like the most Nordic race, and she's the child of one of, the, of those experiments. Wow, because you think
3: Benny and Bjorn don't
2: look no, like... they it, don't, but they, fit. No. no, but then no, neither no. did the Nazis. That's the thing I always yes, think about the Nazis, is quite right. this whole idea we're the master race, I mean, mm. neither Hitler nor Goebbels nor yes. Goebbels, I mean, none of them, really, yeah. You know, Rudolf yeah. Hess. Other than
3: that, any other criticisms of him?
2: <laughs> no, that's my main fault. Yeah, consistency. Hi- hypocrisy.
3: <laughs> hypocrisy. <laughs> yeah. and a
2: lack of consistency. <laughs> yeah. Just didn't deliver. <laughs> it didn't yeah. at all, no. But um, there you go. <laughs> so that's uh, that's what I was playing. That's that. amazing. I was playing that for Bjorni. If you see.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah, no, no. And, and, and of course, it will be no help whatsoever. No. Uh, but but it's good that you're doing no. it for yourself. And of course, that's what the guinea pig is. you are think about your own mortality, I guess, right? Uh, when it's done. I mean, you as I say, you like the guy. Yeah. And if he I, lose... dies.
2: I like the guy. And although I, I think he will be G'd up by by a sense yeah. of
3: that happening. <laughs> the thing I think about ABBA is, and there's these things that you sort of hear at a certain point in your life, and I just immediately think when you say ABBA lost their money in oil. Did I can't they, remember if that's true. That's, I was always, oh, they I'm had all this money. Obviously, they made lots of money, as you have done, from Three Lions. Not as much money as and, and, Not as much. ABBA lost their money
2: in, in oil. I think they
3: just went got into North that, Sea oil.
2: During oh. the Cold War, and the, they a lot of, the Swedish pop band had an issue in selling their music to some of the Soviet states. The <laughs> currencies were embargoed, so they were paid in oil. That is about as 70s an image as you can get, isn't it? Yeah. What was most amazing is... It says in pre-IKEA days, ABBA was secondary to Volvo in ex- export value in Sweden. Good grief. Right, so maybe it was just a mix-up, because <laughs> Volvo being paid in oil would have made sense, wouldn't it? Because yeah. they could do
3: something. They were proudly the safest band in in, <laughs> in all of pop music. Yeah.
2: What were they actually doing with the oil, though? Were they using it to... you know? Uh, were they putting it in their trucks when they toured? I don't know what you do with or the were oil. Were they in? selling you... it? I imagine you sell it, because it was going up, but right? Well, ABBA put a big advert in saying... <laughs> Covered by oil, <laughs> never
3: mind about Texaco. I don't think he's put an advert. Never mind you, Halfords. not come think, and get it from Benny and Beyond. An advert? I think you just put it outside your house, don't you? With an honesty box <laughs> is what you do in Sweden. I imagine no one nicks anything. Like, okay. That's, so that's look, I want to go back to
2: Mark because obviously, yeah. obviously, we've now gone much further yeah. into these yeah. other things. One of these Mark's links we discovered yeah. on last week's show that Mark's links on Mark are very good. Yeah. Uh, I think by episode six, he'd been convinced to use Nortecu. Because he doesn't fuck them up so much, but he does still say some quite weird stuff like this one.
3: This is a new group called uh, Generation X who have a lead singer called Billy Idol, who's supposed to be as pretty as me. We'll see now. Generation X. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see now. Yeah, he is. He does sound very. Um, and then terms, there's it? another bit. There's a bit where he's.
2: Oh yeah, he introduces a band called Lip Service. I mean, you need to come and see this, really.
3: Right. Right.
2: We're a bit obsessed with Mark, so I'm sorry you obviously can't see this because it's audio, but I noticed this, uh, which is the episode with Bowie on, and Jennifer and X have come off, and then Mark introduces the next act, which is a band I've never heard of called Lip Service, in which the singer looks like a fat Bill Hicks. Um, I quite like this song, actually, but anyway, that's irrelevant, uh, which is there's a terrified child who has been brought on to do the link with Mark, who doesn't say anything, just looks terrified, and Mark hovers
3: over her. So here it is. We have a new record by a group called Lip Service. It's called I'm a (laughs) Fighter.
2: So what's extraordinary about that is, I mean, there is no way you would have that now without at least that the saying, What do you think it's, of Lipsy? It's service? really worth looking uh, at that. Yeah, yeah. What's
3: What's great about it is he said, We've got on you as if the two of them have released a single or or whatever. You know, he talks of yeah. we, and she. he's cr- falling over on her and crushing her to death. I mean, I was thinking about last week when we were talking about Mark, and I, I, I sort of slightly didn't say, I mean, I was obsessed with Bolan, and maybe you were, you know, and I was obsessed about the link between him and Bowie when I was about mm. 14, 15, even though I was sort of, it was all 10 years earlier or whatever and and I was really obsessed with it about the fact they were friends about the fact they worked together because he's slightly a figure of fun Mark and we can enjoy and I really do enjoy the figure of fun thing about Mark and those links and, mm. but also he had this incre- you know it was the voice wasn't it mm. and, and and once he went electric and I actually like his pre-electric stuff as well but, but something about the voice and something about the fact he just said I am a star there was this mm. incredible yes. confidence and on, um, there's I think it's the B-side to get it on. There's this thing called Raw Ramp. Do you ever know? Have you no, heard? I don't Raw, know so that. Raw Ramp is just a weird. I mean, it's a really fun kind of rocky tune uh, with a slightly dodgy lyric. Um, but Raw Ramp plays, and then it goes quiet, and then it goes into this other song called I think it's called Electric Boogie. I think it's yeah. called. And I remember being obsessed with it. I just played it ten because okay, right. it is. It's like outer space, and there's something incredibly sexy about it. And. He was, I mean, it's, it,
2: what's brilliant about that? I mean, you know, you know we have made fun of Marvella, but mm, there is something. Mm, I mean, the sound of that is brilliant. Yeah, like that. The that thing before glam rock became slightly degraded, where exactly. that kind of scratchy guitar, very analogy. but very then it gets quite
3: a fey voice. Yes, is so that's right interesting and amazing yeah. sounding. I think. Yeah, yeah, and it is like the weird guy. So he's sort of the weird guy with a funny voice, as you say, is very feminine voice. And yet, so sexy. And so you yeah. are sort of thinking, like, I kind of fancy him, do I? Yeah, oh no, like, you know, Mark Butler was that? incredibly sexy. God, yeah. Unbelievably sexy. Which is so weird that you then fast-forward seven years to him saying thanks for goodbye. Well, yeah. When he's well, sort of just too many drugs. But then again,
2: he's... it's this weird melange in the 70s. And as I say, you know, you're right, Mark is he's sort of, like, you know, incredibly at the centre of glam. Then by now he's trying to be a bit punk, toured with the damned, you yes. know. And there's an interview with him where he talks about <laughs> have you ever heard the... Actually, I might have to play that. His interviews are brilliant. No, but there's an interview where he talks about being The Damned, and what I love about it is he's talking about... He's trying to be cool and talking about, you know, talking to The Damned, but he can't quite talk about The Damned having more fans than him at the interview.
3: Everyone said, hey, "What, you're crazy to do these places. We played them, we sold them all out. The Rainbow was sold out real quick, everywhere real quick, and they said, hey, the, the punk audience, my audience. I mean, it was three-quarters Mark Burden audience, um, a quarter damned, and it ended up 100% a rock and roll fan club
2: now you see yeah. that's a brilliant example of an early humble brag isn't it yes because he's, he's yes exactly. he's, he's implying that all i want to say is hey we're different music yeah. but at the end everyone was together yeah. in rock and roll yeah. but he's got in the fact yeah. that three quarters were yeah. there for Boland. Yeah.
3: It's, yeah it's 100% rock if you want to know exactly how it breaks down <laughs> if you want to know as soon as you're asking me it breaks down 75% me twenty five percent yeah yeah and i know they're the young uh, happening thing
2: yeah. but don't get me wrong most people were there, still there no, no, for me. Exactly. Yeah. He's, um... No, I love that. But th- from that brings us to my point, which is that just before Bowie comes on and does Heroes, he has on Eddie and the Hot Rods. All right Now, that in itself is really interesting because Eddie and the Hot Rods, I think, were one of those bands, a bit like Elvis Costello right. and a bit like uh, Nick Lowe and a few of those people, yeah. who were actually doing kind of pub rock and then rode yes. the wave of punk. So that yeah. attitude yeah, is yeah. kind of punk. But I've always felt that this song, their one great song, Do Anything We Do, is actually quite a melancholy song, right? Okay. So let's just hear a bit of it, yeah. and then I've done something which you may or may not be interested it's in. It's
3: not a turn on the run, is it? No, it's not a turn yeah, on the run.
2: Okay, well, I would play it all because I really Great song. love it. But, Great song. but I can't play it all because I'm going to play other another version of it now. Okay, so I you will know about something which actually annoys people quite a lot and sometimes annoys me, which is what you might call the. Melancholization, acousticization, slowyization, I don't know what the word is, of, yeah. of pop music. And, okay. I, and I, I was tweeting about this the other day. I, I, it reached peak for me right. when I was in a, a, um, a hotel and I heard a slow melancholy. version. like the John version. Lewis advert. Yeah, like thing. the John Lewis. Show, yeah, of the yeah. one, you're the one that I want right, from okay. Greece. Yeah. Let's see if we can find that.
3: And I'm losing control because of power.
2: So. Yes. That's a bit ridiculous, Yeah, I think. yeah, no, I see exactly But what having you mean. established that I think it's a bit ridiculous, yeah. I've always thought that Do Anything You Want To Do has got potential for being a great, slowed-down song. OK. So I've been trying to get my daughter... Oh, my God, daughter, have you done it? Well, I haven't done it. Right. I've been trying to get... Well, I have done it. I've been trying to get my daughter, who, as you may know, has got a beautiful voice, to yeah. sing it for ages. She let me down yesterday. She said, no, Dan, I've got too much work to do. Mm. You know, bloody hell. Mm. Uh, so... I was writing yesterday with someone I sometimes write with called Mm. Richard Smith, Mm. who's actually mainly a podcaster, does a brilliant podcast called The Unexplained, which is sort of a mystery podcast. But he used to be in a band called The Cordelia Club, and we were writing yesterday, and I said, oh, fuck this, let's stop writing for it. What I'd like you to do is sing a slow version of Do Anything You Want to Do, and I've worked out the cause. I'm going to play it on the piano. So there are two versions of it. The first one, I want to play it, is... um, me playing it on the piano and him singing. Okay. And then this morning, because he's a bit of a perfectionist, he sent me through a version he'd done on Logic, properly done with him playing the guitar, yes. which is much more beautiful. Okay. But let me just play it because it's quite interesting to hear my banging away at the piano, oh, trying definitely. trying to do emotional, sad, slowy music. Okay, when then. you feel none of those emotions. Yeah. Here we go. Well, I've, I'm just worried about the guinea pig. My playing might slightly, <laughs> no. slightly. We've got no, a bit of demo no, stuff no, here. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But right. well, there we go. Okay. Okay. Ready. Okay, to it, stop that's it not there. that much slower. Yeah, because A, I didn't make that slow enough, and B, without any doubt, his <laughs> version that he did on P. I just wanted to get a bit of me
3: playing in, yeah. and it just sounds it's like nice me banging get... away. Also, it's nice to get that bit at the beginning, because on the internet, that'll be Badil brackets rare. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> yeah. Like a bit of studio yeah. off noise. Yeah. So let's actually listen to this, because I think it
2: is really lovely, and he went and played it on his guitar. Like, oh, let's oh, wow. just play the whole song. Yeah. We can we can fade it down if we want, but it's really beautiful, I think, what Richard went and did.
3: Break out of the city, leave the people here behind Searching for adventure is the type of life you find Tired of doing day jobs, no thanks for what I do I'm sure I must be someone, now I'm gonna find out why don't you ask them What they expect from you Why don't you tell them What you are going to do You'll get so lonely Maybe it's better that way It ain't you only Make this Christmas a John Lewis Christmas <laughs> Actually, that's he, lovely. he's written,
2: it's gone very tourist board of California travel ad. Yeah, but that's I very, think it's brilliant.
3: We, can we get your second number one in as many... I mean, maybe well, we can get that out there. I mean, to be honest, it's just my idea. He's, he's done it now. Right, but, but you're you know, like... You're, still, it's my... It's, you know, it's, it's, you're like the marketing woman at the FA, it's <laughs> yeah, your idea. And, and yeah, and I don't get paid that, for it. That's really, really lovely. It uh, is lovely, and surely... But it's I, mean, ca- I mean, shall I contact John Lewis? I mean, seriously, I mean... But what, um, but
2: then they would just do it, and then I mean, I'd, I'd quite like Eddie the Hot Rods to get some money out of it, because, you know, hey, yeah, you know,
3: they're probably struggling a bit. Well, I think the most likely uh, thing is that John Lewis don't say anything, to be honest, <laughs> so I don't think you need to worry about how the royalties are split up at this point. <laughs> OK. But um, I think it's John Lewis, there's M&S. Yeah. Um, there's... What's the other... There's another company that seems to do them. Now. Oh, oh, Lidl, but, that sort of... But the, in anyway, all honesty... That's lovely. The reason
2: why I think that would work, mm. I mean, advert or not, mm. is that... I noticed something that song. A, it's got minor chords in it, which is quite unusual for a yeah. punk song. But also, you know, it's about loneliness. It's about yeah, so uh, mean, a person... Yeah, yeah. You know, it has this punk yeah. thing that they've tried to transformed it to yeah. about, like, oh, yeah, do anything you want to do, yeah. go break out of the city. But yeah. really, it's about someone on a, an estate somewhere or whatever yeah. who feels like they can't do what they want right, in, their, right.
3: in their life and they're lonely. No, it's a... Bu- yeah. But I agree with you that, because I've got a Bowie, I've just... You've reminded me, I've got a Bowie slowed oh, what do you? did you call it slowerization well, I don't but know what we the we word. word I actually bit. did you hang on hang on which, uh, I, which uh, I love and I'm going to I want to find up. out what I used on
2: Twitter to describe this phenomenon so just yeah, might yeah. have to hold while I find that uh what did I say
3: the mournfulizing of song so the mournfulization which you've proved is both annoying at times because it's a bit of an industry yeah it can be quite cynical and commercialization yeah and yeah. the commercialization of pop i mean that's just ridiculous yeah it's um, well, yeah. really getting annoying yeah. now isn't it yeah it's
2: just the, a, it's also happened to three lions there the, are various the moralisation slow more versions
3: of three lions yeah wow i quite like them which i think work quite well right yeah 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 because like obviously that is quite mournful as well yeah exactly so it can work and here's a bowie song Well, so yeah. it's not a, it's not his song it's bowie doing a song you might know it but it's doing a so he's doing someone else's song, that's what I'm trying to say. A really good he's song. He's mournfulized a song. And he's he's mournfulised it in a brilliant way, okay. I think. And it goes like this.
2: I used to wake up
3: in the morning. I used to feel so bad. I got so sick of nights
2: yeah, it's pictures of Lily. Pictures by the cure. Lily. The who? The Hall. Well, the Q.
3: The, the Hall. hall. Yes. the Hall. <laughs> by the Hall. Uh, and it was the Hall's version be, was actually slower than that. Try to say the whole <laughs> on <or> the Cure. <laughs> I call it the whole. That's terrible. So he does Pictures of Lily, which well, I thinking I think you're Pictures of You by the Cure. Pictures of I'm You, yeah. which I think is brilliant because know, yeah. it takes God, you back to I've never to heard that. that. Is that from yeah. Pinnaps? No, it's not actually. It's It's... I think it's like from, might have been it in the 90s. Much later. Yeah, and I think it was a tribute album to The Who, and he suddenly oh, really? appeared on it. It's like a. Wow. I remember hearing it. I've never of, heard that before. No, it No, is good. It's,
2: it's, you hardly ever hear
3: it. I um, mean, it's, it's
2: interesting you, that you call it a morphologisation, because you think it, it, it isn't. Is. No, well, it is a morphisation, but it's very Bowie, in that Bowie yeah. basically never did something that lots and lots of people went on to do, which was to think like, OK, now I just do an acoustic yeah, yeah. version yes. of that song and I really strip yeah. it down. He never really did that. No. You know, and that's interesting because I tend to really like that stuff. And even though and yes. Bowie, who is my greatest love, he never really yeah. did that. It's never really him in an acoustic guitar. No, it's true. Um, and that's how you would imagine it. Just piano and voice, yes, or just I see what you, mean. you know, that's what mournfulization normally involves. But he has morphalized it, but he's yeah. done it in a very bowie with quite no, a heavy,
3: quite heavy and yeah. quite sort of drippy. Yeah. And it's really good. Um, I really like that. God, I, like that's, and I love that. You've that song. done well there, because that is, I've never heard that before. Yeah, no, well, I love that. I love pictures of Lily. I've always I was, when I was growing up, um, which in a way I'm still doing, David. Mm. Um, we my parents had that a tape, it was literally a cassette, which was the Tony Palmer. All you need is love. Do you know that that famous documentary about music, which mm. was a sort of I can't, I think it was a BBC documentary, or whatever. And it basically they had the soundtrack to it, and it was it was sort of ten tracks, which were sort of just the, some of the greatest tracks ever written. And it had, but it, it had a weird mix. It had like "I'm Not in Love" by Ten CC, which is right. sort of is a great track. But it is a weird great thing. track, a bit old I've never yeah, understood Ten CC. It had, it had a status quo song. But it also had All You Need Is Love by the Beatles. And it had Pictures of Lily by The Who, amongst others. And I used to love Pictures of Lily. Years later, I found out that it's about masturbation. I didn't, I didn't oh, is it about masturbation? I didn't, well, it's, Yeah, basically. Pictures about of Lily
2: bending over,
3: spreading uh, her They didn't cheeks. go into that detail, if I'm <laughs> absolutely honest. And also, that doesn't scan particularly well. No, but that's what lyric. they meant. Basically, it's about... It's slightly odd. It's quite a brave thing to write. About. It was about a dad coming into the, to the boy's room. I mean, I'm already saying, I'll tell you what you need. Pictures, uh, of pictures of Lily. Pictures and of Lily, and it turns out in the song, it's one of those great '60s. It's a story, and he falls in love with Lily. So it's all quite. Is innocent. Lily a porn star? Lily, well, Lily is a yeah, as a sort of exactly, and then Lily he- Juggs. <laughs> <laughs> These are all the outtakes. They didn't put Lily Juggs. and in the end, he falls in love with her, and, he sa- and basically says, "I want to meet her," and then he and then his dad says in a really offhand way, and it's kind of heartbreaking. Very Townsend said. Uh, something along her son she she died in nineteen twenty nine. Oh that is very talented. It's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. black and white photo that he fell in yeah. love with and it's in the sixties. Yeah. That's quite mean. really beautiful, isn't it? Hard to mournfulise that as well because it is already quite mournful. Already awful. quite
2: mournfulised, yeah. 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 Well yeah. that's
3: interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, shall we go out
2: on the mournful one of the mournful There's yeah. a few of them three lines? Because it yeah, is possible yeah, yeah. that when this comes out, that England yeah. will have played both their games since we recorded this. July the thirteenth. And so yeah. there is a faint possibility that we will be in the final, and so we should really go out oh my God. on Three lines. Now, would a mournful version of that be wrong? I think it would be
3: good to do a mournful you know version what? of it. this mournful version... down a bit.
2: This mournful version, to be fair, is not that mournful. It's right. just rather okay. beautiful, so I think it's fine. I rather like it. This is by Luthie Jones and Nathaniel Smithies, and I think, hey, come on, England.